Welcome everyone to the Whittemore Center here in Durham, New Hampshire. Merrimack gets set to finish up the weekend against the UNH Wildcats. John Leahy speaking with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Borick. And uh, Scott, we had a unique situation here Friday night. You guys show up, you're ready to play a hockey game, and uh, things just didn't work out. The ice compression system here at UNH failed. Uh, kind of a strange situation. Have you ever been in a situation like that before where you've had a postponed game under those types of circumstances? Unfortunately, I have. Uh, that was the fourth time that's happened in my uh, my career I, I was here when we I was working for UNH we played Providence and uh, the gentleman that was drilling the holes popped the pipe and that game um, actually couldn't be played the next day because it, you know that took the ice right out and they had to do the whole thing over again um, and it happened to me once at Lake Superior and once at Brown uh, mm. when I was there so different reasons but at the, at the end of the day it was a, it's a, it's a challenging night but I thought UNH did what they could do to try to get the game in and then you know when it became apparent that it wasn't going to happen in a timely fashion, I thought they made the right decision to to end the you know with the wait and just move on and bring it back to tonight. What kind of effect did that have uh, on the team, Scott? You know, they were stretching, warming up, then they had to go back to the locker room. Uh, you know, what kind of effect did that have? You know, I thought it was really a big distraction. I was very happy when they actually did call the game because that, you know, we did that twice. And uh, the third time when they were going to ask us to wait, I just felt that it, you know our team was not it, not really geared up anymore, not really ready. Um, actually, we interacted with the student body that was here right near our, our uh, room, and uh, it was it was um, it would have been a difficult game, I think, to play and, and feel like you were had a real focused team. Uh, so I was really happy when it when it didn't get played because of the delay. And then um, you know last. I really felt like the first five, seven minutes of both teams, uh, you could see that there was a little sloppy play based upon what had happened the night before. Well, Scott, let's touch on last night, if we could, a 4-2 uh, to two win uh, over UNH. Terrific third period. You battle back from a 2-1 deficit. Uh, maybe we could just start with your general thoughts on the game. Well, you know, I, I thought that, uh, as I said, it started out a little sloppy. And the, we got through the first period. I, actually, I thought actually after the first five minutes we played really well and uh, you know had chances to score, didn't score. Uh, and then the second period obviously unfolded with them getting two and us getting one. I was The only part of the game that I was really disappointed was, was their second goal. I thought uh, we made a great play on the power play to get the game tied up and then um, just made a really... Um, you know, poor play on their second goal, and it, it was a situation where we could have had the puck out. We didn't didn't stay at the puck long enough to get it out, and then they ended up getting a goal and caught us really off guard. It was very similar to the Wisconsin game where uh, we got ahead in that game. This time we tied it, but we got ahead, and then I thought we got distracted, got too excited, and didn't play the next shift uh, as we should have. And they got the two to one lead, and that put us in a pickle. Well, uh, Scott, uh, we t you know it's kind of ironic. You know, we talked uh, the other night about how you'd prefer to play the game five on five. But actually, it was the special teams that was terrific last night. You wind up scoring three goals. You convert. You convert on the five on three, and uh, you killed out both their uh, their power play opportunities. So special teams played a crucial role last night. Yeah, they really did. And you know, we always, um, you know, I just think we're. we're Typically a five-on-five five club, and I thought that's, that would give us the best chance to succeed. Uh, we got that first five-minute major killed off in the first period. That gave us momentum for the rest of the period. Uh, took some wind out of their sails a little bit. Um, and then we got that, that break in the third period, and I was really pleased the way our team responded to that. You know, they, they took the, the undisciplined penalty uh, that we had taken in the first period. They did the same thing in the third. Uh, then they had a second lack of discipline that put us in the five-on-three, and uh, I was really pleased our players did a great
great job in, in executing what they were asked to do and uh, what they've practiced, and, and it ended up in the net, which was a really good play. And then, you know, right away, I, the thing that really pleased me was that we kept playing. You know, they took a breath, and uh, we kept playing the very next shift. I don't even know how many seconds later we send Logan Beveridge in on a breakaway, and he puts it away. So, uh, no, the special teams last night were really big for us. Um, I think the penalty kill was probably bigger than the power play, even though we got three, but just because they have a really explosive power play, and, and uh, I thought we did a nice job of keeping it at bay. Well, Logan Drevich, Scott, uh, you touched on him. Uh, probably his best game as a Warrior, certainly offensively. Two goals, two assists. He wound up figuring uh, in each Merrimack goal, but uh, really uh, quite a bust-out night for him, wasn't it? It really was, and, you know, the, the best thing, I mean, obviously the four points is excellent and making those things happen, but the first goal he scored was a net front play. Uh, oftentimes when you have the skill that Logan has, you're playing the outside, playing the perimeter, and I thought, you know, him getting the first goal basically in the paint um, was a big play for our team, a big play by him. And then uh, his whole game really came along. We played him on the power play. We played him on the penalty kill. Uh, he was really key in that five-minute major penalty kill uh, piece of it. Uh, so I, I thought his overall game last night was outstanding. And, uh, of course, you mentioned you lose Sammy Tavernier early on. Uh, they took a look at it. They determined it was five. Uh, you know, based on how it was explained to you, did, did you feel it was a five, or did you did, were you more inclined to think it was a two? No, I agreed with the official. I thought that, uh, you know, it was reckless play by Sammy. And, you know, in this game, but you know, the game's so fast, and, you know, the players are so much bigger and stronger than they used to be, and uh, you just don't want to put anyone in danger. And I thought that that play was a little reckless. Uh, it, both hits from behind last night, one by us and one by them were, were just reckless plays and I think uh, that's something that the game really just cannot have you know and, and when you do that uh, you put that player at such risk that I think that uh, his penalty was warranted. Well Scott the defense pairing of Declan Carlisle and Zach Ewens really continues to develop uh, really those two uh, the chemistry between them really seems to be a, a thing of note and, uh, and they seem to be playing very well together. Yeah, you know, they played together two years ago in Wellington, Ontario, and uh, and that's why we started them together. And actually, after the first game at Lake Superior, we thought about breaking them up simply because uh, they both play a pretty aggressive offensive game um, and thought maybe they were putting themselves at risk uh, on the ice. And uh, then we decided not to just because we like that chemistry in their game. And really, it's been outstanding all year, and, and it's really come a long way defensively right now, which is the most exciting part for me. Uh, they're just as trustworthy defensively as they were offensively, and that was what my concern was when we started the season. I think they're doing a really nice job of, of blending that, building their game, and building it from our zone out. Uh, when they started the year, I felt they were a good offensive side of the red line pair. Uh, but now I think they're building the game from our zone out, which is really impressive. Well, Scott, in terms of the lineup tonight, it uh, really doesn't look like there's much uh, change. I know you have uh, notice you have Joey Cassetti sitting down, but uh, for the most part, I think it looks pretty much uh, identical to what we had last night. Yeah, you know, and that wasn't really, Joey's not going to play tonight, but that wasn't really on Joey. That That's more on uh, Hugo Esselin trying to make sure he gets in the lineup. He, I thought Hugo has played well uh, recently. Uh, game against RPI, I thought he played well. Uh, and, and I just wanted to make sure he got a game this weekend. Um, you know, Joey, I thought, played fine last night, but uh, Hugo's game has been progressing. Uh, I thought he deserved the play, and I thought that was a natural spot to put him. Scott, is there anything that uh, you uh, are looking at in terms of uh, tweaking or adjustments for tonight's game? Uh, the biggest thing is we just got to be prepared
prepared for the fact that there's a lot of space outside the dots. It's for the most part that's never dangerous space, but it can create dangerous space inside the ha- inside the dots. And you really need to play more of a contained defense um, and just stay between your man and the net uh, when the puck's outside the dots. And we, to be honest, didn't talk about that a lot with our team. We've I think when you get your team thinking too much, it's a problem. But most of the time, UNH attacks is right up the middle of the rink, and that's uh, oftentimes and having coached here is helpful. Oftentimes teams came in and, and would try to defend the outside, and we use the middle of the rink. Uh, and I think this team does the same thing very well. Uh, UNH does, so we're going to really need to make sure we're good in between the dots, um, and we just take care of business outside the dots. But our, our focus needs to be between the dots. We talk about it all the time because it doesn't matter how big the rink is. That that size, those dimensions are always the same. So that's where we got to be our best hockey team. All right, Scott, we'll look forward to it. Best of luck tonight, and uh, we'll be out at Union Friday night. Look forward to that, and uh, again, thanks for your time. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. He's Scott Borick, head coach of the Merrimack Warrior men's hockey team. Mike Macknick and I will be back with the Duncan starting lineup next from Durham, New Hampshire. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior men's hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.